All right, everybody. Uh, no crazy voice today because this is a special bonus episode. We weren't supposed to be here, but we're here for you because uh, there's a lot of news happening. So today we're going to be talking about Scarlett Johansson versus Mickey Mouse in an all-out death match. Uh, that's going to be very exciting to see who wins that, but it's probably going to be Scarlett Johansson. Uh, also, today, the day we are recording this is International Spider-Man Day, so that's very exciting because we can, um, you know, we can sit here with smiles on our faces and joy in our hearts and know uh, without any doubt that we're still not going to get that goddamn Spider-Man trailer. So that's what we're talking about today. Uh, Let's get into it. Welcome to the Infinity Watch Podcast. Wow, echoing effects too. Everything. Oh my I mean, gosh. I feel like I had to do something. This is because people are going to be bummed there wasn't a voice, but I can't yeah. just manifest one out of thin air. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no interesting voices for the bonus episode about nothing. So <laughs> I guess we got to stick with our own. Welcome to the Infinity Watch podcast. Uh, my name is Tommy, and I'm joined by my echoing co-host Eric. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that works. Um, Episode 27, bonus episode. We were on break, but a lot of stuff's going on, and I think it drives us both crazy to not talk about it um, and just kind of spitball and argue about whatever the hell's going on. So yeah. uh, we came back just for you guys, and so here we are. I um, love it. International Spider-Man Day, a day I didn't really know existed, but I'll have to find my Spider-Man costume and break that out and do some stuff in <laughs> it, you know? Yeah, do, do some stuff. Well, Such as, <clears throat> you know, great right. power, great responsibility, great erections. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you were following the same line yeah, that I was going down there. All righty. So this is our episode 27 of the year. Um, there's so much going on, but I guess we should talk about basically Scarlett Johansson suing Disney first. Yeah. Um. This kind of came out of nowhere, but also doesn't surprise me at the same time. Yeah. Um, though I will say, like, uh, Disney's lawyers are basically like the dark side of, of everything Disney. Disney's always supposed to be like happy, <laughs> happy, happy. Um, and this obviously is is not so happy. And so apparently Scarlett Johansson, she filed a lawsuit uh, alleging that her contract was breached when... Marvel Studios slash Disney released Black Widow on Disney Plus simultaneous to theaters. So um, when they did that, obviously, it would dissuade people going to the theater. Um, and obviously, part of her salary was is based on those box office figures. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a big deal. Obviously, this is kind of like her last big movie with them. I don't know if like suing Disney yeah. really severs your ties, but uh, kind of a big deal. Yeah, I think I think it probably would sever your ties. I think if this wasn't going to be her last big movie with them, it is now. So that is kind of a bummer. Um, but I don't know. I'm very I don't know about you. But I'm very torn on, not very torn, but I'm a little torn on this situation because Scarlett Johansson is unquestionably correct from what I've seen. It's said in her contract that if anything were to happen with a theatrical release, they were supposed to renegotiate. Apparently, she tried, and apparently Disney ghosted her, and that's the, uh, that's the big issue. Um, so that she's right there, right? But I I would agree, but also this movie and we'll never, the problem is we'll never be able to know this for sure, but there's a 99% chance that movie was not going to make a ton of money, whether it came to Disney plus anyways, like we're still in coronavirus times for 
for anybody listening in the future, we are just at the tip of uh, coronavirus part two Delta Boogaloo. So yeah. that's going to start <laughs> ramping up soon, guaranteed. And uh, so it's like movie theaters are done. Like they are done. They're dead. They're not coming back ever, ever, literally ever. So th- that's just an unfortunate. I think it's just unfortunate that they that their contracts are like that. I think going yeah. forward, movie theaters are going not theaters. Movie studios are going to have to just refigure their shit out. But it is tough. I think like my biggest problem with it is what you mentioned before. So like when I think about contracts, I'm just thinking of like, I don't think about the world. I don't think about any of that. I just think about the letters on the paper. And if the contract said, if there was a problem with theatrical release, whatever, something changed and they had to renegotiate and they ghosted her at that point, I'm like, well, ScarJo has, has the high ground. At the yes. end of the day, it's a bunch of rich people arguing about money, but yeah. it is also like Disney. And so it's like, come on, guys, like you guys have so much money. Just follow your own contracts. And like, I will always fight for even if it's like a rich celebrity, I will always fight for like the smaller person fighting against the gigantic mega conglomerate, you know, corporation that just oh, won't give them pennies on their you know bottom end right of course get yeah if i didn't make it totally clear i hope scarlet wins fuck disney as much as i like what they i mean <laughs> a big part of this show is fuck the billionaires right so, exactly that's a, we, I, I i personally live and breathe it and i'm uh i'm sure you do too uh so yeah fuck them i i hope scarlet wins for sure Apparently, her lawsuit also uh, is kind of getting some other people to consider suing. Emma Stone is a notable person. Apparently, she's uh, being reportedly considering taking action with Disney as well over the release of Cruella. Mm. Yeah. So I think this is kind of getting like, you know, the dominoes are starting to fall. But at the end of the day, don't sign a fucking contract. You're not going to follow Disney. Um Apparently, uh, there was a newsletter that came out um, with some reports that apparently our Lord and Savior Kevin Feige is rather upset about all of this. Yeah, I saw that. Consternation there. Um, The quote from this report, which this is just being reported out. I'm not sure. You know, it's, it's not verified or anything, obviously. It says, Feige is a company man and prone to uh, corporate showdowns or shouting matches. Um but I'm told he's he's not prone to corporate showdowns or shouting matches is what I meant to say. Um, but basically, the guy says, I'm told he's angry and embarrassed. He lobbied Disney against the day and date plan for Black Widow on Disney+, Plus, preferring the big screen uh, exclusivity and not wanting to upset his talent. So once again, Kevin Feige, if that is accurate, is like the smart guy in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like maybe listen to the guy that is creating and has already created the most successful film franchise of all time. It is truly astonishing to me that he gets any pushback at all on anything ever. Like he shouldn't. He should just be they should just give him unlimited money and say make us more of this please. I don't think this and- would have happened under Bob Iger if he was the president of Disney still. Oh, yeah, um, potentially, potentially. That uh the Bob Chappick guy that's in charge of Disney now was in charge of all the parks and stuff like that. And, like, that type of business is just, like, penny-pushing. Like, squeeze every little ounce out of everything. Yeah. And, like, that just doesn't work in, like, a broader entertainment people business, I don't think. Maybe, but I do know, and this is very different, but I do know that there is a lot. Disney has a long, a past that precedes Bob Chappick for shit like this. And in particular. Yeah, that's true. Um. There's this big thing, and I don't know the details, but I know there's this big controversy where with the change of all the Star Wars novels, um, basically Disney like refused to pay any author of any Star Wars novel anything at all once they bought the rights and and maybe are still refusing to do that. I'm not sure, um, but it's... Uh, I, I should I should get more up to date on that, but uh, but I I remember that article coming out for sure. Now that you bring it yeah, up, yeah, yeah. So that's uh that's pretty fucked up, I would say. So <laughs> I want to read what the Disney spokesman said because I read this and I was like, wow, like 
I can't believe that this is a public statement right now. Um, and so this, this is what the, the Disney lawyers basically said. They said, quote, there is no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global <laughs> effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, blow me. Are you fucking kidding me, Dude, Disney? that is the most offensive shit. Disney World has been open the entire time in Florida. <laughs> okay, then they said Disney has fully complied with Miss Johansson's contract, and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. Blow me, Disney. Yeah, 100%. It's, uh, look, if we have any, uh, lawyers who listen, like, I'm sure you're cool, but, uh, in general, just as a blanket rule, I fucking hate lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> just in general. They're, they're so, all the worst. Yeah, like, unscrupulous. Just I hate, every, yeah. I, I hate working with them as part of my job. I hate their existence. Uh, I hate what they stand for, usually. I just... <laughs> I just don't like them. I just don't like them. And uh, whoever wrote that bullshit of like, oh, you're how can you not pay attention to the pandemic, Scarlet? That's why we're not paying you. It's a very serious issue. It's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. So annoying. And it's just like, you know, at this point, like you could you could pay a small amount of money and not have all of this shit blowing up. And then right. now other people are considering suing you. Like, it's just... Fit, can you so, look at the bigger picture here. I don't know if we said the number, but I think the number that Scarlett's looking for is 50 million. Five zero million. And that is f- fucking nothing. Disney could lose 50 million dollars and not notice. That's how rich Disney is as a corporation. Like, right. just give her 50 million dollars. I wonder Jesus how Christ. she got that number, though. That I think pr- it. I think probably due to theater projection, like no, just projections, like what it would have done in a theater. I am assuming in normal times. Yeah. Um. So there's probably some some fuckery there, but but whatever. There's fuckery on both sides. Yes. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, you know. Come I hope on. Scarlett wins, though. I I really do. I think she probably will. Yeah, I'm sure they'll settle. I don't think it'll actually become a well, lawsuit. Lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. So they'll probably they'll probably give her thirty million or something, and then she'll be like, "Okay, I'm fine. I feel a lot better. I think I'll buy a mansion or something." Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like stuff like this. It's like, come on, like, can we just like not be so shitty, please? Yeah. But that's been blowing up everywhere for the past week. Uh, yeah, I've got to say, I'm kind of surprised at how big, I guess it is big news, but it's like, it's being reported as like really big news. Like, I don't know if it deserves all of the media attention it's necessarily getting, but yeah, but maybe I it does. I mean, maybe it's like precedent setting, I guess. So People like the drama of it, I think. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it's like one of the few negative things related to Marvel and Marvel Studios that you see. You don't, you don't see a True. lot of negative stuff. Besides maybe like directors changing. Um, but that's never as exciting because they're always like, well, we had creative differences and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it's all kind of hush hush. This one yeah. is more like, you know, Scarlet suing the big guys. So I don't know. I'm, I, I'm also kind of surprised how much it's blown up. Yeah. But uh, I guess Disney wanted to maybe quiet things down a little bit. So they, they dropped their first picture from the upcoming Disney Plus series, Hawkeye. Oh yeah, which is just two people holding on to bows and arrows. And yeah, it's ext- it's fine, but extremely underwhelming. But this was the interesting thing: is so it was my understanding, and I would say I think it's most fans' understanding that this is what the rest of our year was going to look like. We were going to have Shang Chi, Eternals, and Spider Man No Way Home for the. Can movies. I make a further? So I actually, it, it is like, sh- I think it's more like Shang. Shang? Like a long A, like Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, okay. I don't have to worry. It's, I'm really bad at long A's. I, I say bagel instead of bagel. So Oh, bagel, okay. Shang, 
Is that what Shang- you said? Yeah. So oh, maybe more, more like an O or like a long A, like Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Instead of Shang Chi. I think. I think they said they say it at the end of, um, and we actually retweeted it. There's a new teaser trailer. Uh, still looks really good, but at the end of it, the announcer actually says it the way they're going to be saying it. Yeah, you can um, check that out on Twitter at Infinity Rewatch. Yes. Um, we've been retweeting that stuff. Okay, so Shang, Shang-Chi, I believe Eternals, so. and Spider-Man No Way Home. And then the order of the TV shows we were expecting to get was going to be What If, which comes out in a week or so, um, then Miss Marvel, then Hawkeye. All in the rest of the year. So three movies, three shows. And so I thought it was really odd when they released the release date and picture for Hawkeye prior to Miss Marvel. And so mm. Well, we already show, have a picture for Miss Marvel though. Nothing official though. I could I'm ninety nine percent sure we got one like let's, a month ago. It was just it was a similar kind of nothing photo. Let's but I think we got one during there was a big uh there was some Disney Plus dump. It wasn't anything specific for Miss Marvel, but I can see the picture in my head. It's just her in her costume, right? Mm, I don't know if it is. I think it's her. I'm not sure. I I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't think there is one. The one that we saw, we I remember us both being like, "Wow, that's like a really good photo." Yes, but it wasn't an official one. It was just on the set. Um, but regardless of the picture, I was surprised to get a release date for Hawkeye prior to Miss Marvel because it was confirmed. We talked about this two weeks ago. Victoria Alonso, who's part of Marvel Studios, says that we will be getting both of those shows by the end of the year. And so I have my gigantic spreadsheet, which has the release dates of all these shows and movies. Hawkeye comes out on November 24th, and unless they overlap... Miss Marvel with the What If show. Um, there is no six week break in the end of the year at all now, based on those release dates for any of the shows. Okay. Which I find odd. Interesting. Yeah, at, at the very least, they're going to have to overlap a Marvel and Star Wars show. Um, near at the end of the year, but I think they're just going to have to start doing that. Like they're just going to, that's just what they're going to have to do. They've got too much stuff. I mean, it's a great problem to have. I could definitely see them doing an overlap with what if, since it's not a live action. Um, It's just wild that there's that much content that there's not enough weeks in the year. Yeah. To actually just, uh, you know, have them sequential because I mean, while what if is going on, Shang-Chi will come out. While Hawkeye is going on, Spider-Man Nowhere, uh, No Way Home will come out. And kind of within that, I think it's a five-week break between the end of What If and Hawkeye Eternals comes out. Um, and so maybe those will overlap a little bit. It's just crazy how much is coming out at the same time. Yes, it is. Yes, but it is. Good problem to have. That's for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hawkeye, I'm not a huge Jeremy Renner fan, so... I'm hoping it's mostly Haley that's that's kind of, you know, in this show as Kate Bishop and it's focus focusing mostly on her, which it seems like it should be. Um and so you know, I don't know. I'm not as hype on that, but I'm I'm sure I'll end up liking it. I think it depends on how much uh Yelena is in this show, if at all. Um I think it seems pretty obvious that she'll be in it at least some. Yeah, no, for sure. She's got to be. But I hope she's in it a lot. I think that would make for a better show, probably. Yeah, I like both of those actresses um, quite a bit. Um, yeah. And so that should be good because, yeah, <laughs> Yelena is, like, so good. I It's very rare that I'm just like, wow, I love this character. And she was one of those people where I'm like, I don't care what she's doing. I just want to watch her in another movie. Yeah, I yeah, I I felt the same way about Okay, here rank these three characters. Oh boy. Yelena, Sylvie, Agatha Harkness. Ooh. From best to worst, best to worst. 
Because um, they all, I think, made really big impressions on me and, and pr- most people, I would guess. Shit, dude. Um, I think Yelena is my favorite. Okay. I think she is my favorite. Uh, the next two is like a coin toss. Oh, <laughs> I think it's hard, too, because it's been a while since I've seen Agatha. Yep. Um, but I, I think I have to do Yelena, Agatha, Sylvie. With, oh, wow. With, okay. With the caveat that, like, they're all so close that, yeah. like, the list seems very disingenuous. Totally, totally. Did you hear or see i don't know if this is official or just a rumor but apparently agatha harkness is going to be in what if potentially with her own episode what yeah so that's that should be interesting so i will say with all my news articles for today i there's a lot of them that are coming out about what if there's a lot of details character details plot deals about uh, about what if i skipped them all i didn't want to bring them up (laughs) Because we're like a week and a half away, and it feels silly for me to just spoil them all for everyone. They don't seem like news at this point. It's really just like you're getting ahead of the story before it even comes out. And so I'd rather just watch it and have everyone enjoy it than talk about exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I feel like with this type of story, at least, it's it's more about the spoiler than it is about what's going to happen. You know, the whole point of what if is like, oh, wow, like I wasn't expecting them to do that. And so I don't want to spoil it all. Right, right. Yeah, but and I don't that know being what said, I want an episode doing, with but... Agatha Harkness. That'd be awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, what is your... I want to hear your list since you just made me do that. I think I would have to go... And it's less about the actual character, but just more about the presentation. I think Sylvie's got to be top for me. Um, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Just because, God, that intro. I mean, that is got to be my favorite character intro of in the MCU is her intro. Um, yeah, she was so good. She was so good. So goddamn good. And then I'd probably, and then i go Yelena, and then I'd go Agatha. But but again, it's uh, they are pretty close. They are all pretty close for me as well. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's cool that we've gotten so many really interesting characters like that in the last six months alone. Yeah. It's crazy. Love to see it. All right, let's jump over to some Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness stuff. Um, there was a quote, speaking of Loki, uh, Loki head writer Michael, Michael Waldron, um, who also penned the screenplay for Doctor Strange, had an interview with the Geek Vibes podcast. And I really liked how he described kind of the characterization of Doctor Strange in this movie. He said, I think that Doctor Strange has been through so much between that first movie and now. That first movie was an incredible origin story of how he became a sorcerer. But now he's been through that. He's fought Thanos and he's on the other end of it. And he's kind of at the height of his powers. So it's an interesting place to catch up with him. Um, and I really like that last sentence there where he says he's at the height of his powers. I just, I'm so excited for more Stephen Strange just craziness. I thought we got a lot of really cool shit in Infinity War, and then he was obviously snapped. Um, and so I, I can't wait to see more of that visually and just story-wise. I think it really creates an awesome opportunity for writers to just write some crazy stuff. And so I'm really looking forward to this movie. It's going to be so good, I think. Yeah, I hope it's just not more like Light Shields. <laughs> Which yeah, is... that made me really not like the first movie that much. I was like, eh, this is not how magic should look. Yeah, it's a lot of like spark whips and Light Shields and <laughs> shit like that. That's why I loved but... him. Like that battle between him and Thanos at the end of Infinity War is so good. Because it just got weird. Yeah. And that's what it's supposed to be. Like, he's not like, you know, if you do magic, you don't just make a shield and then, like, you conjure up a traditional weapon. You do some crazy mind-bending shit. And that's what we want. True. And so I'm hoping that we uh, kind of continue down that path. And I think the magic that we've seen in, in the shows, um, you know, obviously Loki and WandaVision, you can see us going more down that path, which is good, I think. Yeah. Um, And kind of along those same lines... Um, apparently 
there will be a minor villain in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that is from Namor the Submariner. Um, apparently, there was a... Let's see, who is this interview with? Uh, I think some people online went through IMDb, IMDb and some of the casting related to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And they found out that someone is voicing slash playing a character called Gargantos, which looks like a kind of gigantic octopus woman kind of thing. Oh, so like it looks yeah. like a woman, but turns into an octopus. And it's a, kind of like a really old school minor villain from Namor the Submariner. So, Do you um, think this is a response to Starro? Because um, it feels, it, I mean, it, it may not be, but it feels that way. I think the comics character was for sure. I don't think the movie response is the response to Starro. Okay. Um, I have a feeling this character will just kind of show up as like one of those weird characters, but um, yeah, no, I don't think so. Cause I don't even think Marvel is like, well, we have to respond to this. Um, I think they just, it just kind of worked out. And obviously I think we'll, we'll have more characters that are similar to, um, you know, that kind of character now that Namor seems to be kind of sneaking in. So, um, Just along those lines, too, kind of following the same kind of track there. There's a lot of people, you know, you can get a million photos online of movies in production. And it kind of sucks in some ways because you get a lot of stuff spoiled. But a lot of people have photos of um, water tanks that are being used for filming for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, so, wow. even more evidence um, that Namor will be some type of antagonist in that movie or involved in some way, which I don't think should come as too much surprise. Obviously, there was kind of the hint in Avengers Endgame of underwater stuff going on um, when uh, what was that? What's the maiden lady's name? Najobu? Najobu? Uh, the one lady that was reporting out to Scarlett Johansson in Avengers Endgame of like an earthquake underwater. I can't I, remember her name. Yeah, I can't remember. Okoye. Okoye. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, there was some sort of underwater volcanic eruption mentioned in Avengers Endgame. Black Panther and Namor do not agree with each other a lot in the comics. So I think that's going to be the next kind of thing that we see. So it's exciting to see another big character like that. Um, I will say I, I watch I watched that one scene in Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know if I did I mention that last week or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you mentioned it on the show, but you mentioned that shit was hilarious. <laughs> what is yeah. his name in it again? I can't remember. Oh my god. It's like Mr. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Rick and Morty. And it's totally Mr. It's Mr. Something and he controls the police. For some yeah. fucking reason. <laughs> Mr. Nimbus. Yeah, Mr. Nimbus, yep. Mr. Nimbus. There and in uh either the last episode or two episodes ago, they had a fake uh Galactus as well in that show. Yeah, they take so much from the Marvel stuff because they're yeah. obviously all fans and whatnot. Um <laughs> oh my gosh. I it's so funny. I was laughing my ass off. Um we got uh that you know we mentioned the featurette for shang chi shang 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 i th i shang. think i think it's shang but i i, I will never be 100 percent sure but I'm so, so or at bad least at pronouncing I'm things at this point but yeah i believe it's shang chi i'm trying i'm trying my best here i'm not trying to mess it up no shang no yeah. um the new poster and featurette came out the featurette was good the poster oh man i don't know why marvel keeps putting out these boring ass posters I did not like it. Yeah, I think because they don't matter. Posters are kind yeah. of a dead art form. Yeah. Movie I, posters. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess mean. it really, like, no one's like, ooh, like that poster. I'm going to go see that. Um, it just, it's always like, you know, a bunch of characters stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Um, I do like, I saw some joke online. They're like, Legend of the Ten Rings looks more like the Legend of the Ten Bangles. <laughs> I was like, you know. They're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. Yeah, true. But, uh, you know, basically by the day that this podcast comes out here, 
um, we'll be a month away from this movie coming out, which is crazy. Um, and so I'm super hype. I know you're pretty hype on this one too. Yes. Um, it'll be really exciting. Okay. Given the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, is this coming to Disney plus day of? One more time. When's it supposed to come out? September 3rd. On the poster, it says in theaters, September 3rd. There's no mention of Disney plus whatsoever. Hmm. Oh, that is tough. That's the one. That's one downside of of the whole lawsuit for us is that we might not get Disney Plus. Yeah, and if we don't, I think there's a a, such a strong chance it gets delayed. Dude, fuck. Yeah, that and with the Delta variant, things are starting to get a little. That's uh, exactly the thing, people. People, if you are in America, listen well. Shit's about to get crazy again. FYI, it's extremely obvious. If you're not vaccinated, get a vaccine, you pussy. Unless you can't. If you medically can't, you're fine. But if you're just choosing not to, because it's experimental and the government's going to watch me, you're an idiot. Um, but yeah, and, and, and yeah, unfortunately, uh, we are, <laughs> I think, we're going into some tough times ahead again. Round two, for yeah. sure. It <sighs> really seems that way. <sighs> Hope not. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm with you. Ugh. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So maybe if it is really bad, maybe we will have to have a Disney Plus release. But no, they'll probably just delay it. Yeah. Um. Which is gonna uh, fucking suck. Yeah, I can't deal with this shit anymore. If James Bond doesn't come out and they delay it for a sixth time, I'm just jumping off my roof. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um. I thought this was crazy. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but um. Apparently. According to Murphy's Multiverse, and you know how reputable they are, Eric. Oh, yeah. They're top of the tier, Murphy. He knows everything. There are reportedly as many as nine unannounced Disney Plus TV shows in the work at Marvel Studios right now. Which Um, is so many. Well, are they counting the ones? How many more is that than the ones we know about? So this is just unannounced. So they haven't announced any of them yet. So mm. I guess like it's probably they probably have like eight or nine announced right now. Let me see. Let's see. Well, I mean, if we count the ones that already came out, is that what you're saying? Or the ones that like we know about but haven't come out. So like, does that count Hawkeye and Miss Marvel and Secret Invasion and Armor Wars and Ironheart? And I mean, because it's like, yeah, that's about nine. Let's <laughs> you see. Know what I mean? Um. I'm uh, okay. So, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh my gosh, let's see. Loki, Hawkeye, What If, She Hulk, Moon yep, Knight, Miss Marvel, Secret Invasion, Armor Wars, Iron Heart, and an I Am Groot. Did you say Hawkeye? Yes. Okay. So, I think I'm at 12, 12 total, including the three that have already come out. Yeah, so which nine. makes nine. <laughs> I think I think they are just full of shit. <laughs> At that point, then too, I mean, we also have they announced. Wait, wait, I said Moon Knight, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, there's still definitely a possibility of a lot uh, of other shows that they could do, right? I mean, like we haven't oh, seen sure. Ghost Rider, Nova, Spider Nova. Woman, though. That oh, seems like right. to be like a that seems like to be a Sony thing. Um, there's, there's, you know, Young Avengers, uh, Thunderbolts, anything like that. Yep. You know, like there, there's so many possibilities. So, I mean, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't surprise me too much. I don't think Blade was announced technically. Um, well, Blade's they, a they movie. The, they announced the casting of Blade, but they didn't say whether it'd be a movie or a show. Did they right. not? I could have sworn. I can't remember, yeah. Maybe it was. There's so much shit, basically, is what I'm saying. Like, maybe, like, there could be, like, a a Namor show. There could be, like, so many yeah. shows. Yeah. I mean, like, it's... it. Now that I think about it, it doesn't really surprise me since we already have 12 that we know of. Yeah. Um, But, man, we're going to have a lot to watch. Oh, that's yeah. That's for sure. Big time. 
But since we'll be all shut down, that'll be good. Yeah, true. (laughs) Fuck, I'm leaning into it now. Okay, so as Eric said at the beginning of this episode, um, it is International Spider-Man Day today, so I'm going to be doing some stuff in my Spider-Man suit. Um, But I'm I'm imagining a lot of Twitter, a lot of social media is going to be blowing up again, pushing for a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Um, I think at this point, like... I don't know. I think they're trying not to stack too much on top of themselves because if you're only looking at Marvel movies, like they have, they're basically in their own traffic jam of marketing um, between not even just their Disney plus shows, their movies. Um, but I, I would imagine we would see at least a teaser trailer soon and the internet's been pushing for it. The internet's going crazy over all of this Spider-Man no way home stuff. Um, there is still lots of rumors going around saying that Charlie Cox is going to be in the movie. Um, I given just don't his, believe it. He canceled, um, an appearance at a fan fest because he had to go do some reshoots. If you look at all the work he's working on, he's done filming everything that he is a part of and committed to that is known online, but he's filming something right now. And so, um, the internet Marvel sleuths are going wild. Um, and I just, at this point, I have no idea what to expect with this movie and I'm trying to avoid reading it because I feel like it's just going to be a disappointment oh, at the end of the day. no, you, you, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to edit this cause you're back. Say what you just said again. <laughs> Where did, what was the last you heard me? Uh, just say your last sentence again. Your last phrase. Oh, I, I'm trying to avoid reading all these Spider-Man No Way Home rumors online because I feel like the only thing they'll lead to is disappointment. Yeah. And having these crazy unrealistic expectations for a movie that no one really knows anything about. Yeah, yeah. I have, uh, like, I'm still not 100% convinced that the other two Spider-Men are in this movie. Um, but I will tell you this. I, since just, uh, I've come to this conclusion just now as we were on this podcast. Uh, the reason why we have not gotten a teaser trailer and will not is because this movie is not coming out until next year. That's a guarantee. Uh, that's a guarantee. Oh shit. That is an absolute guarantee. There is no fucking way this movie comes out in 2021. I am calling it right now. You're basing that off of just the pandemic and everything. Yeah. And yeah. And this, uh, this Disney stuff, the fact that like the highest growth, if this is supposedly the end game of Spider-Man movies, and the highest grossing movie of pandemic times was Black Widow, which did well for one week and then immediately fell off. They're not they're just not going to they're just not going to release it. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we got a Suicide Squad coming out next week. Yeah, I mean, well, coming to I mean, HBO Max as it should. I oh, will is it going wa- to HBO Max? I believe so. Yeah. So I will be HBO watching Max? on HBO Max. Can I can I get one of them passwords? It's not my I, it's my mom's or else I will. God. Oh, I'll give her a call. <laughs> Great. Hey, remember that one time I thought you collected canes for fun? <laughs> oh no. Your your chicken nuggets are really good. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah, so I guess um not including the like However million gajillion dollars they made from Disney Plus. What was it? 80 million or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Black Widow's sitting at a worldwide 325 million right now. Which. That'd be great if that was. It's not terrible. (laughs) I'm assuming. I'm assuming that with. With Disney Plus now, they probably have at least 80 million. So you're sitting at 400 Normal times, I would expect this movie to make like 600 maybe. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it's better, I guess, than it was. Um, it would have been really interesting to see if they didn't do the Disney Plus stuff. I think that that really cuts into, like, I would have gone to see the movie in the theaters again, but I just bought it on Disney Plus and watched it a couple times. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know, it's... It's weird when you have so many different factors kind of coming in at different directions there. Like you got the pandemic, 
you know, people nervous. You got Disney Plus coming in. You know, it's like it just creates all these weird um, situations that you can't really analyze because you don't know what's causing it. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> it's a weird it's time. It's a very weird time. Sure is, sure is. Um, okay, so I guess um, Matt Damon, friend of the podcast, um, was speaking. Shout out, Matt. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to have you over for dinner next week. Yep. Um, he was speaking with Sirius XM, one of the first people to speak with them. Um, and he said, I don't know if it's a secret or not, though everyone knows. I went down there to shoot. I think they sussed out because paparazzi took pictures of us and they sussed out what they were doing. And he's obviously referring to his upcoming cameo yeah. in Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, he said, we were kind of reprising a cameo that we... Uh, Luke Hemsworth and I did in the last one. Uh, and we had a ball, and so Taika Waititi had us back again to kind of run that joke run that joke back and upgrade it a little bit. So it seems like we will see Luke Hemsworth and and Matt Damon, friend of the podcast here, uh, reprise their cameos as Thor and Loki in Thor Love and Thunder. So yeah, I I love it. I um I think I am like I never really like think about it, but I do think I'm a pretty big Matt Damon fan. Like he seems like a decent dude from what we've uh seen so far, you know. Obviously that could go south really quickly in this day and age, but I like his movies. I like his I think he's a fine. I mean, he's never blown my face off with a performance, but they're always I'm good. I'm a huge uh, Born Identity series fan. Yeah. Like, I love those movies. Those are good. I love them I love in him the Martian. In all the Oceans. The Oceans movies are great. The Martian. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The Ocean movies, too. Yeah. I think The Departed. I, he was really good. The, the Departed. Interstellar. Oh, man. Yeah. Surprise cameo in that movie. Yeah. I think I'm a big Matt Damon fan. Yeah. I, you know, some of his movies I don't always. Uh, I don't always agree with i like ford versus ferrari i'm trying to think of other movies he was in that movie was great i'm not even a car person and i love that movie um you know he's he's one of those guys where he he kind of comes in these movies as cameos and you can tell he's just having fun and yeah. he doesn't take himself too seriously yeah and i appreciate that in a in a celebrity like some people are always like they're they're the artiste and it's like you know you can you can be both you can you can be a, like an artist and have fun and you know yeah not take yourself so seriously at the same time. Yeah, it seems like uh he kind of took his career in a direction that maybe Ben Affleck should have taken his career. Yeah. <laughs> so oh I always think gosh. of those two as like a pair and I just feel like Matt Damon just seems so much like happier with his choices. Alcohol is a hell of a drug. Yeah, true. Very true. No, I think some set photos came out from the Flash this past week too, uh, showing the bat bat flick. Is that what they call it? Yeah, bat flick version of Batman, um, where uh, he's going to be appearing in that movie um, in oh, some capacity. Wow, so. that's shocking. Yeah, I think with all of the what is that called uh, the the Flash point kind of stuff, I think we're going to be seeing lots of different types of weird multiversal esque hijinks going on so yeah which i'm interested to see that movie i'm interested i am too i think uh ezra miller is good as barry allen um and i knew we were gonna be getting uh you know similar to loki you know a bunch of dimension hopping but i just didn't i really did not expect ben affleck to (laughs) it's just uh it's uh this is definitely a joke stolen from the weekly planet but they talk about schrodinger's bat and it's just like you never oh know. You never know at any point if Ben Affleck is going to want to play Batman or say, "No, nah, fuck Batman. I'm never playing Batman ever again." Because it seems to flip flop every day. Um, you know, like for like years. This is one of those things. Like, who says no to being Batman? Yeah, I, I mean, say. I do get it. Like, I definitely get it. If you're in, if you're in a rough spot. You, you don't one you don't want to take on the pressure Two, you don't want to have to work your ass off in the gym for a couple months beforehand it's like there's a lot i i think i would get it i i i, I do have some I'm so empathy. sorry you have to lift weights oh no 
No, but I mean, I understand how that would be if you are going through, like, if you're in, like, a depressive yeah. slump. It's like, you know, you can't, that's just not going to happen, and, and I get it. So I do have some empathy for Ben Affleck there. Um, not to make light of the whole situation, but you know what gets me out of a depressive slump? Oh, Tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's, it's no, easy I get what to you're say saying. that for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like when you already have tens of millions of dollars. Exactly. What's another ten million? It's nothing. Right. So, no. Yeah. No. I, I'm totally just making jokes. Totally. Uh, totally. Totally. On purpose. But yeah. No. It's it is a lot. At the same. But time, here's what I don't forgive. Great him opportunity. For. Stop. Make a decision. Like if you're done. Like he said he was done years ago. Then just be done, bro. Like, don't don't say you're done years ago and then do two or three more movies immediately. Like, just stick with your, you know, if, if you got to work on yourself, work on yourself. Don't be don't let yourself be pressured into these roles if you don't want them. Or if you do, then what's with all the back and forth? It's like, just, yeah, just communicate a little better. Yeah, no, yeah, it, just make it clear and then there won't be so much talk about it. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, I guess there was similar costume and his kind of version of the Bat Cycle in some set photos on the Flash. So it's still not 100% sure that he will be in it, but everyone is speculating that he will be or his version of Batman will be in in some capacity. Uh, But we'll see. Who knows? It could just be similar design that they're reusing. Could just be some weird Flashpoint kind of situation where it's similar but different. Who knows? Yeah, it could be uh, they're gonna show batman in that film the way they showed superman in uh shazam where it's just like it's like a body double in a suit from the back oh my gosh like we couldn't afford henry cable (laughs) to just be in this movie for two seconds oh Oh, my gosh all right um i think my last big thing today um i guess there was a disney investors call or investors day um and and it kind of you know, reiterated that they have serious plans for Guardians of the Galaxy. And so they are still doing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that is going to come out next December prior to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, and James Gunn was asked about it and he gave some details because um, I think this is coming out on just Disney Plus. That's all it's coming out on. Um, James Gunn said this. He says, it's in canon. It's about the Guardians. You're going to learn stuff that you need to learn before Volume 3. And it's great, and I'm really happy with it. Um, And so he's kind of saying it's going to be essential viewing, uh, bridging Thor Love and Thunder and the upcoming third Guardians of the Galaxy film. He says, I'm going to film it at the same time as the movie. I'm using a lot of the same sets, the same actors, obviously. So we're filming simultaneously with the film, but it's going to have to be edited and finished sooner prior to the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, so, I yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the context will be of this film, how long it'll be. It's interesting that they're still kind of doing this um, as a little extra holdover prior to that third movie coming out. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I have negative interest in this. Um, yeah, I wish they weren't doing it. To be honest, I just have. I don't. I don't know. Uh, There's something about holiday special. It's just fucking. Who cares? Who cares? Why do a holiday special? It's they're definitely trying to pull like the the Star Wars joke from it. Um, right but it's like the joke was that was one of the worst pieces of entertainment ever made so like i i I just what's the joke you're gonna do it and not make it as bad why yeah like i think i would be more interested if it came out this holiday season because then i I haven't had it in a while like guardians of galaxy but like we're supposed to get the movie for that like months later to i don't know i maybe i'll i have no idea what it's going to even be about i'm totally going to watch it the day it comes out you know what am i saying um but you know i'm just picturing i just really feel like they're doing this so they can sell fucking funko pops with drax with a santa hat and like it's shit like that i i don't know i just i i don't like it I really don't know why. It just really rubs me the wrong way. I just have no interest in this at all. 
I feel like there's going to be a bunch of jokes and references to the Star Wars holiday special, which I haven't seen, and I don't want to see it. Yeah, of and course. So, Who's going to like watch that in preparation? No. Yeah, one. I mean, everyone knows it's bad. Yeah. And so it's like I don't want to watch something that I know is bad. I can hardly watch things I like, anyways. So <laughs> it's like, come on, right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, it's one of those things I keep forgetting about that is happening. Um, but we still have a long ways to go until it comes out. Yeah, that's that's a weird one for me. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, I think that's all my news. I just had one more thing for you, Eric. Oh. I was talking to friend of the podcast, Kate, uh, and apparently she's really enjoying the Bad Batch. Whoa, that's a yeah. that's a plot twist. Yeah, and so I was like, well, you got to tell Eric because I don't think he's watching the Bad Batch no, at all. No, I'm not. That's another one I just don't have any interest in, really. Here's my question to Kate, who, which I should just ask her directly instead Prob- of through probably. a podcast, is uh, I wonder if she has ever seen either Clone Wars or Rebels, which is... Yeah, I think she has. Oh, okay, uh, her, if she has. I remember, then... seeing, I remember seeing her watching them. Um, let me see what she said verbatim here. It's so funny that we're talking about her right now. Because I think, because for me, it's a big reason why I don't care about the Bad Batch is because I've already seen way too much of that story. Like, that story ended for me years ago. Like, I do not need more. I want new shit. And so I just right. feel like burnt out by it. But yeah, what is what did she uh, what did she say? She said, I'm watching the first episode of The Bad Batch, and it's legit good. I really like it. So far, it's good. The plot's the plot's good, and I like the characters. I'm surprised. Um, and I said, I wonder if Eric has watched it yet. And she said, LOL, I'm sure he'll hate it. <laughs> I mean, but then later, like a couple of days later, she said, OMG, I love this show now. It reminds me a lot of The Mandalorian, just animated like The Clone Wars. Wow. So... Maybe it's worth a shot, you know? Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, uh, there's just something about it. Like, every once in a while, there will be a show or a movie that comes along that there's just something in my brain prevents me from enjoying it. And Like Rogue One? uh, No, because Rogue One was legitimately trash. But uh, otherwise, otherwise, (laughs) um, universally liked things like um, like, for instance, uh, I think you should leave season one. This happened to me where everybody in the entire world was like, this is the funniest show ever. You got to watch it. 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 And I don't know why, but just something in my brain was like, fuck that and fuck you. I'm never going to watch this and I hate it. And it's like, for no reason, like, I can't control it. It's just like, and then season two came out. I watched season two. I really liked season two because there weren't all these expectations. But it's like, I don't know. This is one of those things for me where it's just like, I'm going to need, there's no chance if I watch the show, I would enjoy it. I know that. And it's like, not like, because I'm trying to like. You know, it's not like, man, I don't I'm not going to like this show. It's like I li- I just know I won't. I can't control it. And I don't yeah. I don't know why. I wish I wasn't just, like that. It's in your bones. Yeah. You, just, you hate it's it. It's just something about it that rubs me really the wrong way. It's rubbed you right off. <laughs> well, I oh, wish man. it rubbed me right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I wanted to mention that just because we've been obviously talking about how you don't want to watch Bad Batch. And so I was surprised when Kate said she liked it. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm glad, though. I'm I'm glad. But, yeah, just not, not for me, I don't think. Yeah, same. All right. Anything else for news that we need to discuss, my friend? No, there's absolute fucking nothing going on in Star Wars world. There's a bunch of fake posters coming out and a bunch of just fan made everything and a bunch of it's all high republic shit all the time which i go back and forth on whether or not i like that or don't um it's like there are some good ideas but it's like star wars to me is just missing so fundamental missing something so fundamental if it if it doesn't have just that basic like jedi versus sith and i know people specifically don't like that 
And that's why they want the High Republic to avoid that. I get it, but I do like that. To me, that's an important yeah. part of Star Wars. And if it doesn't have that, it's uh, like some of the stuff is just it's like Jedi versus pirates, basically. And it's like how it should just be a massacre. Yeah, man. yeah. And it's, it's like they're doing a fine way to write it into like it's fine. It's not a poorly written story, but I don't think I care yet. I'm going to give it one more book i've i've read the first two books the third one's not out yet i've been reading some of the comics and there are some young adult novels as well which i've read one of as well but uh i'm gonna give it one more like full like this is the next novel in the main story and then if that one doesn't catch me i think i'm done with the high republic stuff but okay so (laughs) you know you want to know the feeling i'm chasing um yes obviously like my favorite star wars movie is Empire Strikes Back. Yep. All right. Love it. But that being said, I just want to experience the feeling again that Duel of the Fates gave me as a small child. Ah, yeah, yeah, Because that lightsaber, like, say what you will about Phantom Menace. I, for one, love the Phantom Menace. I'm not a big fan of the other two in the prequels. I'm not trying to start any arguments here. I'm just telling you my views. Mm -hmm. I like the Phantom Menace, though I will say... And this is weird. Um, I bought the Phantom Menace, and I can see in in the movie they they have added scenes. George Lucas has added little mini scenes in this movie, the digital version of it now, as he does. And I can pick out every single damn one of them just from having seen that movie on VHS so many times yeah. as a small child. And I'm like, that <laughs> shit wasn't in it. Like every five minutes, I'm like, that little tiny two second thing wasn't in it. And um, so that's weird, but. Um, the Duel of Fates battle in Phantom Menace is all I, all I want in Star Wars. Yeah. That shit is so good. The music, the setting, the lightsaber battle between them, the double-bladed light, like, that's what I want. Yes. And very few moments in Star Wars across all the movies have, have made me feel even anything close to that. And I just want some more of it. Oh, fuck. Can I recommend to you, in my opinion, the best thing that will... Uh... That will give you that feeling? No, thank you. Okay. Well, see you next right. week, what, everybody. Hit, <laughs> hit me with it. Hit me with it. All right. It. So anybody who, if you are really into, um, like, the lightsaber battles and stuff, by far, in my opinion, the best interpretation of this, go ahead and Google Old Republic Cinematic. And basically, people have taken all of the cinematic trailers for the Old Republic MMO and splice them together. It's about 20, 25 minutes long. And um, it, it's it's truly fucking unbelievable. It is, the, it is the best Star Wars has ever been, in my opinion. Just these little, yeah. like, five-minute cinematics that, that they've made for this game. Um, truly unbelievable. And, and I wish they, that whoever made these cinematics would just make a, a full movie. Because they are the best, like the absolute best, and uh, yeah. So, I, I if if you have any interest, trust me. Just Old Republic cinematic. Just YouTube that. Uh, pick any of them. You know, try to pick one that has all of them, or just watch them on the official channel one by one. They're they're all really, really, really good. Um, probably the best one is called Return. FYI. Um, oh yeah, there's one that just says it says. The Old Republic, all cinematic trailers, 4K. It's 24 minutes long. Yeah, there it's one you, of the first ones that comes there up. There you go. Yeah, there is um, there is a scene. It's one of my most iconic scenes in all of Star Wars, where just a ship comes crashing through this temple, and it uh, you know, like crash lands, and there's smoke everywhere, and you see the door open. And you see, you see the red lightsaber through the through the smoke, so that's immediately sick. But then, one or two seconds later, you see like twenty more red lightsabers light up. So you're like, "What the fuck?" So it's just like an army of Sith, and it is. Uh, oh my god, it's so it's so epic. It is. It's my favorite uh, shot of Star Wars in any property. 
for sure. Oh, dude, this chick has like a double-bladed blue lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so all of these most of these characters are main characters from the Old Republic MMO. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's it's really ama- amazing, amazing Star Wars shit. That's what I wish all Star Wars was when um. Just in in the fact that like all the Jedi are like, there's this argument where people think that like they don't want the Jedi to be too overpowered, and I could not disagree more. I think the Jedi should be Superman, <laughs> like fucking right. Let them yeah, do whatever. Them. Yeah. Um. And and they're very they're very uh powerful in these in these games and, and in this trailer. So big fan. I've rambled about that for far too long, but yeah, big fan. I, uh, I'm trying to find this whole clip with all the other red lights. It's, it's return. It's in return. If you, if you watch them one by oh, one, okay. yeah, it's called return. Okay. I'm not Let's sure see. where it would be in, in the old Republic cinematic return. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. Let's see this watch. Oh, Oh, Oh yeah. So it's, uh, I'm not sure where exactly. I mean, there's a ton of amazing choreography. Oh my god, dude, this is unreal. Yeah, it, yeah. I you just gotta watch the whole thing. It's it's amazing. Also, maybe the one with all the lightsabers isn't return. It's deceived. My fault. It's deceived. Deceived. Not return. Return has some really good choreography, but deceived has the uh, has the crash. He has the crash. Okay, so they're flying there. They're so it's flying, like 140. If, if anybody. <gasps> Oh, oh, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, so just one red, one red, and then it's just like... <laughs> just a shitload, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Who is that guy? Darth, like Darth Maul was... is the name of that character. And uh, he stars in a few pretty decent novels. Not not the best, but they're pretty good. Um, And he is also in... Uh, the Old Republic games, obviously. Damn. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Fucking wild. Okay, I'll watch the rest of them. Yeah, it's, it is really worth a watch, really. They're, they're really good. Oh, man. Shit. All right. <laughs> Let's jump over to recommendations for today. What do you got? I don't know if I really have anything. Um, I've been... I'm so close to completing Invincible... That story goes fucking bonkers. Yeah, I it does. cannot believe the directions that that story has gone. But I'm uh, really close to finishing it. I've been really enjoying that. And then uh, other than that, I've been playing the Metroid games. I don't remember if I mentioned this already. Um, play the Metroid games. They're good. I played uh, uh, Metroid Zero, Zero Mission, Metroid... Samus Returns and Metro and Super Metroid, and uh, they're all pretty good. So I would highly recommend all of those games and the uh, the comic Invincible. Yeah. Oh my god that that comic and like Ultimate Spider Man just like yeah they have such a consistent. similar vibe. Yeah, they're so consistently good for like 150 plus issues. Yeah, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. That's that. I remember reading all those comics and just having a ball. Yes. Oh my I've god, been so it. good. Um, I have two recommendations for this week: one movie, one comic. Actually, um, I started watching the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies again. Oh yeah. Um, and wow, oh my gosh, just like obviously, like that movie. You know, a lot of people credit X-Men as being like the start of like you know the superhero movie thing, and it was. Um, but I think Spider-Man did a lot for the genre too, in kind of like CGI and being able to do things that we hadn't done before yeah. you know, with him swinging around the city. Totally. Um, and so the first one I, I watched and I really enjoyed it. Willem Dafoe. Amazing. Um, there's some really old CGI in it. That's kind of funny to laugh at, but I also highly recommend just catching up on those first two movies because I have a feeling uh, you know, it, it'll be very relevant to know exactly what happens, especially in Spider-Man 2 for Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, and I think it'll enhance that experience for sure. Um, and so highly recommend it. I was only going to watch the second one, but I was like, I might as well just watch them both because it's just two movies. So um, highly, highly recommend checking those out. You can get them all in kind of like a deal 
digitally right now um, for rather cheap. Um, I was driving home yesterday and I was by a second and Charles store, which if you if you don't have any of those by you, it, they sell like used books, movies, all the all nerd stuff and everything. They're video games. What, it, so what is it in called? Second and Charles. Second and Charles. Second and I you Charles. Said second in Charles, like second in charge, but it's Charles. Uh, it's like, what the fuck? No, second and Charles. Okay, okay. Um, and I picked up a book that I wasn't expecting to pick up, um, but it was it was a really good deal, and it is called House of X, Powers of X. Oh, okay. Which is the start of Jonathan Hickman's run on X-Men, um, which is his newest kind of... Uh, his newest kind of, uh, I don't know, storyline at Marvel ever since he left after uh, Avengers and Secret Wars. So he started doing the X-Men and it starts off with this 12 issue event called House of X, Powers of X. Um, And I started reading that. I'm not a big X-Men fan, but I love Jonathan Hickman. I'll read anything he writes. I love how he writes stories. And I started reading that and it's been really good. And uh, so I highly recommend picking that up. I got it for 30 bucks. It's usually 60. So I was really happy. Um and kind of the first omnibus version of his X-Men run that follows this event comes out pretty soon, um, I think in November. Um, and so I wanted to pick this up for a while, picked it up, been really enjoying it so far. Um, so highly recommend Jonathan Hickman's House of X, Powers of X. Dirty shit. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, those are my two for the week. Um we will be on break next week. Um and then we will be, we will be right back week from week from week, uh, going through what if Shang Chi, you know, Eternals. It, basically, through the end of the year, we're just going, going, going. Um, and so we will be back um, the week of August 11th. We'll just be on break for one more week following this episode. Um, if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you want to comment on, anything at all, you want to reach out to us. Twitter at Infinity Rewatch, or you could shoot us an email at the Infinity Watch Podcast at gmail.com, or leave one of the several comments that Eric gets on our SoundCloud about how sexy his voice is. <laughs> Any of those things, but most importantly, always remember to fuck the billionaires. Fuck the billionaires. That includes Disney. Yep. Good shit. <laughs>